A booth. Grade A USDA meat. Oh, she's leaving. Oh, I'm leaving. Sorry, I just want to prop up my mic so I don't touch it. She's going to prop up her mic so she doesn't touch it and we don't get in trouble. Yeah, we've been getting in trouble. We have been getting in trouble with our producer, Keith. Plug your ears. I'm sorry, Keith. This is this will be quick, and then and then it's not going to happen. I don't we've like been, getting in trouble. It's yeah, one of my keys. <laughs> we've been getting in trouble with Keith because uh, I only we like to get in trouble when I mean it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I do like to get in trouble purposely sometimes. Yeah, because fuck authority. Yeah. We have authority we, issues. I we think. do. We both have major complexes around authority. Yeah, it's because I went to Catholic school. And, yeah, and that I mean, I, I mean that's all not, you should need to know, I mean, right? People people have asked me like. I don't know, like people get talking about like, oh, daddy issues, mommy issues or whatever. And I'm like, I don't have daddy issues, but yeah. like I do because of the Catholic Church. Of course. Right. And right. It's, it's more it's more or less an issue with authority. And I think that's what mm-hmm. a lot of people's daddy issues are. I think so. I think it all kind of ties back to that. My father right? was extremely controlling. And so um, it's just plain old. <laughs> See, see what you have here is original flavor daddy issues. <laughs> yes, the OG, if you will. And um, then mine is like the cool ranch. <laughs> it's spiced with religion. <laughs> but like a father who was like even tempered, like I mean not not completely even tempered. We're yeah. fucking Irish, Italian, and German. <laughs> yeah. But you know, in general, in touch with his emotions, like I saw right. he was around a lot, right. loved hanging out with me, shared interests, you know. Sure, right. We listened to Green Day together I mean, when I was a teen. Like very oh my God, cool I love stuff. It. And I will say, like, my father and my relationship now is great. It's great but yeah. it, it is As a it teenager, did it was a problem. After I moved far away from him. Fair I enough. won't lie. You know what I yeah, mean? Yeah, and you also went to school in Germany. I did. So oh yeah, that's, that's also we had a similar experience help. in terms and of strict yeah, I was high schools. Say. Yeah. Hmm. You didn't have a you didn't have a uniform though no we did not which thank god i can't imagine you having to deal with a fucking uniform would i would i you would have done what i did which was like wear 1000 bracelets and insane makeup and shit oh word okay that's when i started dyeing my hair red ah that tracks and i would wear just like lime green eyeshadow but like no other makeup i love it i was a sociopath (laughs) that's what my anti-authority-ness looked like we would have been friends they couldn't have technically like nobody actually got a, like detention or anything right. for makeup. No. Yeah. But like if you wore like a colored t-shirt underneath your white polo yeah. shirt, you were in big trouble. God damn. Stupid shit like that. I do remember I went to Catholic kindergarten and it was like day five and I <laughs> oh, no. like came home crying and my parents were like, this was a terrible idea. When's the soonest we can? I don't. I don't even remember what the fuck happened. It was one of the. I know one of the nuns was really mean and used to hit the kids. I don't remember if it was her or not. Honestly, I blacked it. I dead ass just don't remember most of my year five. But um, she. I remember um, getting in trouble because I was wearing purple tights, and I don't remember exactly what what happened. But I got really humiliated and I peed myself. Oh no! (laughs) And then they sent me home <laughs> this is the ridiculous people podcast <laughs> and i'm alex shannon and i'm lip sangor and this is our childhood trauma trauma hour trauma <laughs> rama guys um you can follow us at a ridiculous pod yeah you can on follow, twitter and instagram you can follow alex at alex shan a-l-u-x-s-h-a-n you can follow, on nope well on twitter instagram and tiktok you can follow live at Liviosa, L-I-V-I-O-S-A-H on Twitter and Instagram. Yeah. Yeah. Um, LOL. 
at us and our issues with authority. Hilarious. I think that's very fun. Yeah. I think, I mean, it has a lot to do with why we talk about shit the way yeah, we do. I think so. I honestly think it's made us more interesting people. Thank you. I think I we think would so have been too. friends in high school. Yeah, we definitely would have. Yeah. I yeah. mean, we were friends immediately after high school. That's true. Damn. I keep forgetting that we, we literally were met. young babes. Yeah. For me, it, literally a month after graduating. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, for me, it was like, what, two months after <laughs> graduating? Fair. That's wow, fair. big deal. <laughs> but yeah, we started like, school at the end of August. Yeah. Yeah. Right? That's that's wild. It was like end of August. It's framed so differently in my head. 2012. We graduated college in 2016. <laughs> did, yeah. I get that mixed up all the time. That's 2012 fair. seems impossibly far away. I know, doesn't it? I'm not that old. Obama's <laughs> second election? What the fuck? Oh God! That was forever ago. Yeah. Uh oh. We've been in the city for a really long time. I know. Yeah. For New York, this and like New York is like everywhere else years. Yeah. It's like dog years. It's like yeah. plus seven. Yeah. We've and lived here for what, almost nine? nine years. Almost nine. Yeah. This August, it's nine. Yeah. Okay. <sighs> yeah. Which in other cities years, it's thirty. Yeah. <laughs> True. It's true. What are Plus we doing for twenty our, for the pandemic? Our ten year anniversary. And Sandy, yeah, we were here for Sandy and we the pandemic. Here for, oh my god, we were here for all the New York disasters of late. Are you of late? <laughs> no, not all of them. Jesus, <laughs> of, of late. Of Is late. it of late? Yeah. yeah. Um, what are we doing for our ten year anniversary? Oh my god, our ten anniversary. Our ten anniversary. We should throw a garden party. Okay. I uh, you I knew you were gonna say throw some sort of thing and I was like, Well we can't but I'm like, Yeah, but okay. We will one day. One <laughs> like, day. And also I said garden party, so we would be outside. That's true. <laughs> oh, it's COVID safe. It would be in August, so it's probably not a bad idea regardless. Anyway, you guys don't need to hear this. Um <laughs> We watch movies sometimes too. Yeah. I mean, I didn't really watch that many this week, guys. Word. To be completely honest Word. with you, I've been kind of glued to TikTok. Word. Okay. This week, it's such a change of pace for me, <laughs> lol. Um, I've also been watching a ton of Emma Chamberlain videos. Oh, yeah. Like yeah, I yeah. said, I was gonna. Yeah. Last Follow episode, we're consistent. I'm here. being uh, a young person, lol. I'm not. I'm catching up with the rest of the world, basically, <laughs> who yeah. like been knew about her. But uh, yeah, I'm enjoying her content. Fun. But we did watch one movie. We watched one movie. I have actually been watching a lot of time loop related movies because <gasps> really, I'm I'm. We'll talk about it. What I think I might be interested in writing a time loop ish story. Amazing. A oh, a it's one of those. Similar. Ah, I see. But but similar. I see. So look who's got scripts that she could be finishing and suddenly has okay. several new it ideas. It is related. <laughs> we will talk offline. Okay. Okay. But, um, I, saw, I saw TikTok again. TikTok. My brain is full of TikToks right now. But it was like the sound from Frozen where I was like, oh, whatever. Mm-hmm. And it's like, I can hear you, but I won't. And it was like <laughs> my unfinished projects going, yeah. Oh. I was like, I can hear you, but, but I, I won't. won't. <laughs> oh, so accurate. I was like, fuck yeah. 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 Um, but time this loop time loop great. stuff started I off. I love time loop stuff. Send, right? send them my way. I watched, um, well, well, we'll talk about the one that we both watched. Palm Springs. Springs. Palm Springs. So good. It was really good. Yeah. I went in totally blind. Same. Me too. It, I uh, started it. Oh, I, I have something to recommend oh, that is oh. similar to this movie, but okay. I'm really blanking on what the fuck it's okay. called now because mm, I know mm. I'm realizing that I thought that was called Pump Springs. Oh, it's a different thing. Whoop. 
I don't know. I don't know. <gasps> oh, I remembered who's in it. Okay. Keep going. Keep okay. Vamping. Okay. Um, I'm vamping. Well, okay. So I started <laughs> watching it. I, I was just sitting out here and I think I was supposed to be doing work and I was like, you were supposed to be doing work, work and you just turned on the television. <laughs> Sarah and I were just out here dicking around. Yeah, like I was true. on my phone. She yeah. was eating. Yeah. And then you sat down with the work you were supposed to do and turned yes. the television on and went, mm-hmm. we're watching a movie. It's called Palm Springs. And we were I like, did. Oh, I did. That's exactly what happened. I really didn't want to do nothing. And I, um, had, heard that this movie was up for consideration mm-hmm. for a bunch of stuff and i literally picked it out of ran like randomly because i didn't want to do anything um and yeah. i'm really glad i did i only knew i think the only thing i knew about it was that andy samberg was like either in it or produced it or something okay um so i figured it'd be funny that's pretty much that was it yeah i'd seen the poster word that was <laughs> of it of them in the in, in the, the pool little, yeah yeah um the little <laughs> You, you know pool. The, the, the water the little water in the place yeah that is the people swim in. where there's cement on either yeah. side the pool the pool <laughs> um it was oh my god i loved it what a fun i thought it was wonderful ride. yeah i really liked it i thought that it um had ultimately a really cool message kind of yeah I liked the way it thought about things. It was both irreverent but dramatic. Like yes. it had stakes, but it was still yeah. like irreverent and it was still funny, but also it was fucking dark. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah, I really liked right. it. I just I thought mean, it was an interesting fucking It was. It was really conceit, well but it was done. it was mostly about like the characters yeah. and yeah. I remember when Russian Doll came out, there was oh, a lot I of fucking love that Russian show. Russian Doll is incredible. If you haven't watched Russian Doll on Netflix, the Natasha Leon yeah. picture. Yeah. Fucking so miniseries. It's so fucking good. Do really yourself a favor. That. If you like that. us, you probably you like it. that. Yeah, it's true. That's what I think. It's true. It's our aesthetic it. times a million. It really is. It's very New York. Especially it's like, I don't know, especially uh, me, I feel like. Yeah. Oh, definitely. Natasha Leon yeah. is like, my fairy godmother yeah yeah of my dreams she's incredible yeah um when that came out i remember people being kind of upset not upset but i remember a lot of the like when the trailer dropped Mm -hmm. a bunch of people were like oh well this is unoriginal this has been done before um it was done like maybe twice before. i know i was gonna say i mean now at least people realize that we can keep doing it yes it's a genre it's a genre thank you yeah i also think it's kind of weird i mean i did also recently rewatch groundhog's day which was great. i fucking love so that good. movie it was so i grew fun. up loving that movie. yes it's still it's still Bill murray first of all is incredible and can do no wrong but oh second God, of right? all yeah such a good it's movie still good um it was that i think by that point it had been that and edge of tomorrow which was also a surprisingly good movie oh i never <laughs> saw I? that oh my god i my uh mora you know her a hey, friend of ours I love her. and Hi, i mora. went to go see it this, we went to the premiere in the middle of the summer because we won one of those like gafobo screening things oh yeah you told me one of us like got like a free thing i remember i was i think I, i'm almost positive i was like doing something or working yeah i think i was yeah. maybe working word right yeah it was like a random night in the middle of the summer and we ended up going and we genuinely thought it was going to be bad like yeah it looked it's called edge of tomorrow <laughs> you know yeah it has tom cruise in it yeah. right we were like this is going to be bad mm, but like whatever who cares it's free yeah it was really good people people love tom cruise was, but i know we're mm. not the biggest we Tom don't Cruise stand, heads yeah, exactly. Over here, exactly. and we don't stand Scientology. No, we hard. Oh, that's a hard. That's no. a hard pass for me, dog. Uh, yeah, that's yeah. Um. So the other movie that I thought oh, yeah. that 
which maybe I can talk about because I didn't have another I was I didn't have another main title to talk about. But I guess I could talk about this because I don't yeah. think that I ever talked about this when I first saw it. Mm-mm. You so, talked to me about it, but not to the people. I don't think you talk to the people. Yeah, it doesn't have it doesn't have the worst ratings, but it doesn't have the best. Ratings. Oh, really? It's interesting. Let's keep talking about Palm Springs and I can talk Palm about Springs. the second title later. Well, so I feel like, yeah, so I feel like when um, a Russian Doll came out, yeah. everyone was sort of going on about how like unoriginal it was when there had really been, I think, two. I mean, other than Edge of Tomorrow and Groundhog Day, I don't I can't think well, of another I one. Well, I hadn't seen any. Right. I'm, sh- I'm sure there may have been like sure. some weird like, random things more here and like there. But, but I mean, I hadn't seen any. Right. Uh-uh. But I think. Yeah, like you said, it really has become a genre. And I yeah. thought this was a, Palm Springs was a really like welcome addition to the genre because it agree. felt like it blended the rom-com with it in a really interesting way, in a way that different, very different from Groundhog and, Day. And like wedding movie. Yeah, and that's true. Like wedding yeah. movie genre too. Yeah. It, it was really cool. Like, I don't know. The more I watched it, the more I was like, that's so smart. Yeah. That's right? so smart that right? every single day is her sister's wedding. Mm-hmm. Like, it's just so mm-hmm. smart. Mm-hmm. And like, you know, obviously there's reasons for everything, but yeah. also it's, it's just perfectly evocative mm-hmm. of a lot of different things. Yeah. You know, yeah. Um, I also just think like, it was really fun to guess it. Yeah. Right. I you went into it completely blind, right? Yeah, I went into it completely blind. I'm trying to remember the moment that we both sat up and like looked at each other and went, it's a time loop. You know what? I know it was shortly after the line that he said in the beginning. It was toward it was in the very beginning. We because you meet this is not a spoiler to the trailer. I've since watched the trailer just to make sure. But um, there is a when you meet Andy Samberg, he's already been in the time loop. He's not yeah. new here, right? right. Um, and there was a there was a point. It was where a part where he was dancing around people. He was dancing that, around that people. My ears we, perked right? up. We looked at each other, and he then danced he around said, people at the perfect time. There was a lady who came up to him and was just like, "I've been to more weddings than you oh, could possibly yeah. than you would ever know," or something. And he went, "You would be surprised." And I feel like we looked at each other we at that like, moment. Mm-hmm. You know, we were like, mm-hmm. "Wait," you know, <laughs> Tim Allen voice. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, and then we went, oh, it's a time up. Yeah. And then like it was revealed in the movie like five minutes yeah. later. Yeah. And we were like, oh, OK, yeah, um, I'm glad it wasn't a, a, like a mystery for much longer. Yeah. You know, it's, Especially pretty, it's people, pretty straight up. Yeah. People who are listening to this are now going to go watch it. No, but right. I yeah, think if you've seen the trailer, you would we know. Were, too, we yeah. were very like going into it blind. And so it was really fun. Yeah. To like have that moment. Right. And it kind of sucks the way that we have to market movies now. You know, I, know, I don't right? know. We, I mean, it's never, I say now. Yeah. Well, it's always been like that. <laughs> yeah. No fair. Now more than ever. <laughs> um, but it I, was fun, I love though, right? going blind. It was fun to watch I and be like, why is he blind. behaving this it's way? Like, so what's fun. going on? Yeah. And also, we, yeah. Were, we were all kind of like, what genre is this movie? Yeah. Is this, it's I like, literally went, is this a comedy? And you went, yeah. I don't know. Yeah. And I went, oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. That's so fun. We assume because Andy Samberg, but like, who knows? Yeah. I love, it com- I love it when comedians do serious mm-hmm. indie movies. It's like yeah. literally my favorite genre. Oh my God. Yeah. Skeleton twins. Yo. I love that shit. That yeah. shit is depressing. Yo, that's, yeah. I was gonna say, that was sorry. Sad. You want to know fucking depressing shit? You want to hear a depressing story? Go yeah. talk to a comedian. It's true. It's true. Comedians are the saddest people in the Ooh, fucking world. It's true. Um, where does that put drama actors? I don't know. They have to figure it out. <laughs> figure out how to be funny. Um, <laughs> well, but yeah, I don't want to, I don't know. I don't want to spoil it too much, yeah. but I just think like immaculate vibes besides yeah. 
like just really good content. Mm-hmm. It's also like pretty because it's Palm Springs yeah. and like very California. Mm-hmm. And it's getting a little warmer here. So we're getting excited about yeah. the summer and mm-hmm. the heat wave. Mm-hmm. And we're like, yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't know. It was nice to see people in pools and. Right. Outside fucking sun shining. You know, <laughs> yeah. I'm like, damn, I wish. I soon. Soon. Um, yeah, it's really, it's really great. I think, you know. Fun people pop up in it. That's true. Yeah. Fun people. I think it's really cool the way I'm trying to remember that. No, this is not also not a spoiler. If you've seen the trailer, um, the way and, and Russian doll did it too. putting more than one person in the situation, I think. Okay. Yeah. It's always interesting yeah. as opposed to like a groundhog day where it really is a one. This it's is impossibly a, lonely. And yeah, that's why exactly. that has to be a feature. Exactly. You know, right. um, whereas Russian doll could be a miniseries, exactly. but then also like yeah. this could only be a feature, but it was about their connection. Right. Right. In that loop. And yeah. All this stuff. Yeah. And very like timely. I mean, it feels like having been in these weird semi or full lockdowns for this long, you know, I think this whole idea that you wake up and oh, 100%. He, he, say, he says every day, uh, one of the characters like yesterday, today, tomorrow, it's all the same. Yeah. You know? And it was sort of like, oof, I yeah. feel that now. Absolutely. You know? That was kind of like a thing that came up um, when I was watching, uh, not Hill House, but the second one. Yes, Bly Manor. Bly Manor. Yeah, yeah. yeah. When she's yeah. stuck in her room in mm-hmm. the chest, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. in the that gets right. thrown into the lake or whatever. Right. I was like, whoa, mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, <laughs> feel no. that on a different level. Well, yeah, yeah. Um, so good. And I, you know, what's also interesting too is I didn't really feel it at first, except for like the there was one moment um, mm-hmm. that I can maybe mention off air. Okay. Uh, but that I kind of like my ears perked up and I was like, Oh, yeah. they're doing this, but I didn't, I kind of forgot about it. Cause then plot took over and stuff right, again. But right. now that I think about it, it, it actually gave a pretty refreshing gender take on their okay. positioning amongst the yes. wedding scenario. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Which was pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I, that's all I'm going to say. I agree. But I, get I think it. that yeah. that was pretty cool too. That's true. That and it is wasn't heavy handed. No, no. But it was just nice. Yeah. That it wasn't. And it wasn't like they're trying to be woke or yeah, anything. Yeah, because like wedding movies can be super gendered. Yeah. Right. And weird. And I think that's part of what they were deconstructing with this, which right. is really cool. Yeah. And it was very, it was just like kind of like fun and weird and kooky. Definitely. You know? Among other things, J.K. Yeah. Simmons did a great job. He oh pops my up God, in it. That's He's true. fucking amazing in He's it. He's incredible. It's wonderful. <laughs> it's definitely, it's such a fun, yeah, the first, even if you do kind of know the premise, you're going to watch the first 10 minutes and be like, what the fuck is going on? Because that, yeah, because you need to. Yeah. That's the fun of it, yeah. you know? Yeah. Because then that, there are moments of what the fuck, yes. like throughout. And yeah. so you need to kind of be in that place yeah. already. But definitely like fun. We had fun. Recommend. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. That's definitely something I like. Yeah. It's I would on tell Hulu. You, I would tell you to watch. Yeah, it's mm-hmm. on Hulu. Um, another one that I watched that's kind yes. of similar in a weird yeah. way is called The One I Love, mm-hmm. which is a 2014 movie that is classified as a romance slash comedy. Hmm. I would debate that. Okay. Okay. <laughs> um, it's definitely romance in terms of it's dealing with a marriage, but mm-hmm. I also would yeah, it's it's about a lot of things. Okay. And I wouldn't say it's a comedy, but I also wouldn't <laughs> okay. say it's a drama. Okay. It's definitely one of those indie dramedies <laughs> right. floating in and right. out. Similar vibe and tone, I would say, to Palm Springs, okay. to be honest. Yeah. 
Um, it stars Mark Duplass and Elizabeth right. Moss. Right. Again, Scientology. Damn. We don't stand. Yeah, Elizabeth right. Moss. Right. Scientology stuff. Mm-hmm. No, we do not. Um, I yeah, I find it's not that an endorsement. Weird. Um, yeah. I think she's in a perfectly fine actress. I yeah. Think she's like fine. I I'm agree. not like. Yeah. Oh my god. Not blown away. My favorite. No. But also, I'm not like so bad. She's not bad. No. No. I would love it if she wasn't like a, in a cult. You know. Yeah. Ooh, wouldn't we all? Ooh. Um. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, Ted Danson is in it as well. Oh yeah, right. Which is fun. Um, it made like no money at the box office, really. Oh, <laughs> uh, um, but <laughs> I mean, they. I'm sure they made it for like six dollars. So <laughs> it is a. Ve- it's also a high concept movie. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, I'm gonna read the little slug here. A couple whose marriage is crumbling have a surreal experience during a weekend getaway at a house recommended by their therapist. Ah, and Ted okay. Danson is their therapist. Ah, okay. okay. And Hilarious. The surreal a comedy. <laughs> <laughs> um, don't we love a crumbling marriage? This is a rom com. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Um, whoever writes descriptions needs to be God dealt with. Um, <laughs> so yeah, it is. It's sort of. It's sort of a loop. But sort of not. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> I don't want to give. I don't want to give yeah. anything away. Yeah. But also, like, I, the thing I didn't love, love mm. about the ending of this of that movie was just that, like, it felt. They felt. I felt a little like, oh, they kind of got away with what they were doing because they just didn't explain it. Okay. Uh, okay. Yeah. 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 They did it, and they were like, "You get it." <laughs> Like, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah they like yeah. shut the door and you're like, wait, wait, <laughs> wait, what? Hold, hold yeah. on. Yeah, like I felt a little like the credits rolled and I was like, wait. <laughs> okay. Okay. Yeah. Like, you yeah. know, they, they could have explained it better. I right. don't know. Again, I watched this like a second ago. Right. So it, I'm not like super crystal clear uh-huh. as to what happened in the movie. Uh huh. But I remember the ending feeling like a little bit like, what? <laughs> wait <laughs> word, word. what mm-hmm. um but interesting nonetheless okay very okay. interesting very much gendered i would say ah, okay A okay. very traditional heteronormative uh-huh. um coupledom situations okay. happening and right. it is like a deconstruction in some ways and mm. like a critique a little bit sure. of some of that but it i mean it don't look don't look for right so one of those things that's like you can definitely argue that it's critiquing it but it's still doing it yeah okay yeah 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 Yeah. you know it's still like what do women want what do men want oh but do they really (laughs) want what they want you know it's like okay (laughs) all right (laughs) yeah you know and it's like done in a little bit of a different way with like mumblecore yeah vibe and i'm like okay yeah Sure. Cool. You know, it's cool. It's interesting. I liked Palm Springs so much more. Word. Okay. Okay. But that also might be just like a, a style tone yeah. thing. Yeah. A style yeah. thing. Um, but I do think there there is also just kind of the gendered elements of it that sure. I, you know, it's kind of hard to get past, to be honest. When Absolutely. they set, when you set yourself up like that, mm-hmm. you, you kind of can't go anywhere. You yeah. know what I mean? Right. Um, I'll tell you off air like what exactly is happening because I yeah. know that you'd like to read Wikipedia pages and don't give a shit. But nah, um, I'm chaos. I don't want, I want the listeners to ha- be a little bit because they I think that movie honestly relies a little more on you not knowing what's going on. Oh, OK, because they yeah. knew that they didn't have a budget to market this shit. Sure. Do you know right. what I mean? They're right. also just in a pool in the poster, oh. but the poster oh, is word. illustrated. Oh, right, right, right. Which is kind of cool. Yeah. yeah. 
Very similar posters, to be honest. Interesting. In terms of format, yeah. like format and design. Yeah. Uh-huh. Kind of similar. Wait, here, I'll show you. Um, so, I mean, those are two kind of vacation-y or mm-hmm. summery. Summer, yeah. Will probably make you want to go rent an Airbnb kind of movies, to Word, be honest. Yeah. yeah. Don't you think? Oh my god. It's kind of funny. Palm Springs definitely makes you want to rent an Airbnb and like, fucking go to California. California. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I mean, this too, like, it's a beautiful place where they right. shot it. Like, clearly they got, like, the most beautiful house in the world and then just, like, paid the owners to fuck off. Incredible. And then that's how they made it. Oh, yes. See? I remember this yeah. poster. And the also, yes. The poster is yes. weird because they look like fucking serial killers <laughs> um, on it. And, <laughs> <Me> you know, <laughs> it is like weird. Yeah. But it, it's not as spooky as the fucking picture. That, so that could be that could be a horror movie. If you told me that was a horror movie, I'd uh, you'd be like, yeah. yeah. And yeah. it's like, yeah, it's I mean, it's not. <laughs> I wouldn't even say it's a thriller. <laughs> it's not like it's just kind of uh-huh. weird and trippy. Yeah, that's what it is. Interesting. Yeah. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to try it. Try it out. I'm going to try it. See how it tastes. Oh, water's oh. fine. Jump in. Oh, <laughs> she says, oh. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm so chaotic. I had like way too many coffees today. You are. It's just like moving, you know, um, shifting around. Be bopping. Be bopping. Um, fun. All right. I'm going to watch that this week. Yeah. And then I'll report back to the listeners what I think of it. Let me know. Um, I watched one more time loot movie than just touch on. I don't okay. think it was good enough to oh, okay. really talk about. Here's the thing. If you are a teenager, would you, why are you listening to this podcast? <laughs> Who are you? Who the fuck? <laughs> Whose sister are you? I mean. My sister's not even a teenager anymore. <laughs> true. Good. Um, if that's what you're thinking of. Also, my sister, my, my sister Katie does not listen to this. Okay. <laughs> Jojo couldn't give a shit. No, I was gonna say, doesn't, doesn't care at all. Listen. No. None of um, them care. My parents don't know how to find it. The I'm rest of them don't of, listen. I don't think I have any more teenage cousins. But none of my cousins listen to this. I think Chanel is in a one episode and was like, that was nice. I'm never gonna listen again. <laughs> That's why um, I see you have that show that you can talk about your movies. <laughs> yes. <laughs> you, won't, you won't keep shouting at all of us. About <laughs> exactly. It, I feel like. Um uh if you're a teenager or if you know a teenager i do recommend this movie it's called before i fall it is a time loop movie but it's like a like a teen drama Mm, yes it is a ya time loop so like not to say that it doesn't deserve like a spot in the this emerging time loop genre right i just felt like i watched it and was like okay you know i was like yeah You know, this is for the TikTok teens and not for me. I, I feel that. It's basically about this girl. It was Zoe Deutsch played her and she was Wait, like... Wait, how do I know her? Who is that? Assass- nope, she was not in Assassination Nation. She just looks like the girl. <laughs> I always mix her. <laughs> I mix Zoe Deutsch and Suki Waterhouse up because they look the same to me. Um, I think of Suki Waterhouse as the the woman who has a gap in her front teeth who was in that vampire <laughs> show but i, I think that's because no, her character name was Suki. anna paquin but yes her name was Suki. and and the head vampire with a southern accent would always go Suki. <laughs> cool that show was fucking ridiculous fun what was zoe what'd you? oh she was in that movie set it up what oh yeah yes yeah I know her. Yeah, her. Cool. So she's yeah. fun. Yeah, I know, right? She's cute. Wait. That's what I think. Is she also that one she's, that was... She's cute. She's cute. Wait, That's what I think wasn't too. she in that movie with Daniel Radcliffe that I love but I don't love? I like like it, but I kind of hate it, but also mm. they're fun. 
Zoe Deutsch. I'm just going to look up Zoe Deutsch, okay. Daniel Radcliffe. Yeah. I'm trying to Let remember. Let me know. Daniel um, Radcliffe did like an indie rom-com movie. No. No? It's a different one? Mm. Uh, uh, mm. Uh, nope. That's not what I thought it was. It's <laughs> a different girl? Yeah. <laughs> this is not at all the oh, shit on Zoe Deutsch. I do genuinely like her and what I've seen her in. I just, I, I do think she looks similar to How do you call her other. last name? D-E-U-T-S-C-H. Is that right? Did I say that right? Yeah, you did. Wow. She was also in Zombieland. Oh, uh, yes. Different person. This is a nope. different person than I thought. Okay. <laughs> that we were talking about. Yep, but yep. now I can see her face and I go, yeah, I know that face. Yeah, exactly. I've seen it. Yes. I've seen it before. I Yo. spelled her name wrong. It was, it Yo. still got me there. Yep. Yep. Okay. There we go. Let me figure out who the fuck that other girl yeah, was in that Daniel Radcliffe movie. Keep going. <laughs> <laughs> this is so chaotic. I'm sorry. We're sorry. We know these oh, people. No. She, uh, Zoe Deutsch. Look her up. She plays, um, <laughs> this like popular girl and she and her friends are bullying this poor woman who has a lot of hair and i know and uh she's like gonna lose her virginity at this dance and it's cupid day and everyone gets roses and she's popular so she gets a bunch of roses on like gretchen wieners you know what i mean it's like that vibe yeah sure and gretchen wieners (laughs) um and zoe kazan Zoe Kazan was the oh, other. That's not fair. Her but name is Zoe. Her name is Zoe. I was almost there. Oh, yeah. I was almost there. And they kind of look alike. Let me see her. Don't at me. I mean, kind of. Not really. But no, kinda. she's fine. She's in she, the big sick. Yes. Yes. Zoe Kazan. Yes. Right. And she was in a, yes. the movie. The movie that she was in with um, Daniel Radcliffe yes. was called What If. And it's, what if? Yes. It's, OK. Right. It's kind of good. It's kind of bad. Gotcha. And. I kind of hate the ending. Okay. Anyway, okay. Good to <laughs> like, know. Good to I know. I can't recommend it. Zoe Kazan, Zoe Doidge, Suki Waterhouse. These are three Zoe, different Zoe Kazan people. is great in it, though. She's she's oh a my God. great actress. And Here's they have the great thing. I think all three of them are great. I just can't tell. I just have to. They trouble. should all kiss. Thank um, you. Keep going. Thank you. Okay. Um, <laughs> chaos. Ah. Um, <laughs> We're just throwing weird indie rom coms <laughs> at people's heads <laughs> in this episode. They're just like, Jesus, what's happening? Um, <laughs> these are all indie rom coms. The chaotic time um, loop episode. <laughs> We are in a time loop. Yeah. Um, How many Zoe's can we name? <laughs> no. Every every reset, it's a different Zoe. What's ah. um, <laughs> like that movie? Wait, you know what's a fucking time loop movie that what? we hate? What? Mother. <gasps> Fuck. Zoe. I mean. <laughs> Mother. What in the Zoe Deutsch were they doing? <laughs> Oh man, guys, I'm we're sorry. I'm sorry. I meant to say mother. I really did. Um, Even Zoe. I meant to say mother emphatically. That's so funny. We are both like we both literally had one Corona light. God, I know. And we're losing our we're minds. Breaking down. <laughs> I'm sweating. Keep going. Um. Anyway, so this, this movie. Before I fall, it's about to get real sad too. Great. Damn. So. They're bullying this girl and then they are going home and then they, they all get into this. These popular girls get into the car accident and then they all Jesus die. Christ. And then, but then Zoe Deutsch wakes up oh <laughs> again and it's the same day. Wait, is this based, is this based off of a book? Yes. Okay. Cause I, I'm suddenly having a flash of reading like oh. the first couple chapters yeah, of yeah. this in like uh-huh. a friend's house uh-huh. while they're like showering <laughs> after the pool yeah, yeah. or something uh-huh, uh-huh. i would do that a lot yes and it I, was a it was I feel a like read, novel yeah i feel like i've read mm-hmm. the beginning of this novel yeah. and yeah. she's like looking at her body they in the novel in the movie but in the novel she's like down <laughs> the street and she's like what's going on why am i down the street what's going on and then she comes upon it and she's like 
Rut row. Oh shit! Damn. I think it's something like that. Yeah, it's and something where she's like, like outside of her body and like looking right. around and being like, "Wait a minute!" They did put a scene. They there was a. I can't. I'm not going to spoil it. There okay. was something similar, but it really is in the movie. At least it really is okay. like a groundhog. Well, more of a Russian doll thing. She just keeps dying, oh. and um, and then and then waking up, and it's the same day, and it, the whole thing is like she should. You know, I feel like a lot of these time loop movies is about like not all of them not not necessarily well a lot of them are like sort of you know you have to become a better person in order to get out of the time loop type yeah. of thing you know yeah we and love we love self-improvement exactly as a story yeah right yeah. right um i mean like very groundhog day in that aspect but um it was like she had to sort of break the cycle of this like bullying you know in order to get out um and so that's, that's why I intense say like, that in this version it's about bullying, but also people fucking die. Yeah, yeah. You know? it, it it is it gets real dark. It's definitely like a YA drama with a capital D. You know, damn. Um, but that's why I also say like I watch it as a twenty seven year old, and I'm like, yeah. I mean, I know. You know, like yeah. It, don't be a dick <laughs> to people because you don't get it. <laughs> you know, like yeah. It, you know what goes around comes around and yeah. also like you don't know what everybody else is going through and exactly. also like you don't want to carry around that gross energy inside of you anyway right exactly and like they even frame it as like in the beginning she's like the the popular girl who's like the least mean but she still like goes along with it because she's being complicit sure. and you have to like stop it when you see it that kind <gasps> I of thing. have something to talk you know? about in terms of complicity Ooh, we want yes, to slide do. into it anyway if you have a teenage kid like show it to them because then it's like oh wow okay. if you're in high school i could see this really hitting you you know what okay, i mean cool but That's now good. that we're like done with high school and like well out of high school i'm kind of like yeah how long ago was this movie made somewhat recently oh really um, not too too long ago let's see before i fall googling 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 it was 2017 oh, okay yeah i feel like that's more recent than i expected it to be but i guess no the, i mean the book's been out before that, yeah obviously yeah so yeah yeah i feel like huh okay yeah so you know show it to your teenage kids but not necessary in the time loop genre so they can learn think. about complicity and taking yeah. ownership of Definitely. their I mean, own like, decisions great, good messaging i think just you know I'm and like, guess what yeah. i guess some people still have to learn it yo dead ass that's true i'm making a big assumption there are some 27 year olds who need to know this shit so uh, older I do. than 27 year olds Whoop. there are some people <laughs> who i'm about to talk about right now let's go i'm some excited professionals okay so let's i mean Let's get into the internet junkie. This is a special internet junk toy draw. Yeah. Oop, I can't. What the fuck <laughs> did you just say? No, I don't. You didn't speak, I English, don't speak English or German or French or any of the other fucking languages I'm, you speak. I'm, I'm creating a new one. That was Simglish. <laughs> That's Narbo what the language Narbo Bazed. <laughs> Uh, New Year. <laughs> <laughs> we used to do this sophomore year just speak simglish simglish at each other it was really fun we're gonna rewind okay this is a special internet junk drawer though yes this is an expanded internet junk drawer because it requires context here we go go okay <laughs> Welcome, <laughs> class, to my internet junkie TED talk. Wow. Um, so we have, I mean, 
I think I talked about it on here. The BA mm. fall from grace. Yeah. The bon appetit fall this from grace. This would have been this past summer. This like was this summer past summer. So this past summer. Well, okay. Let's take it even further back. Oh, oh shit. Okay. Hello. A young Alex. Oh. Um, sat broken need on yeah. the couch and yeah. became enamored with gourmet makes mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. a show on YouTube. Right. Starring Claire Saffitz, a, sh- a random chef, mm-hmm. where she fucking like remakes junk food, right? But tries to make a gourmet version, right? She now has a book, right? Yeah, she has a no, she has a cookbook yeah. called Dessert Person, right? It's not sponsored. Claire Saffitz, call me. Um, <laughs> she seems cool. I don't know. She's friends with Joe Firestone, which I've just recently oh. realized they've been friends since they were literally babies. Oh my god! And that's the weirdest. Yeah, that's, I was gonna say what friendship in the world, and at the same time, I'm like so thrilled about it. <laughs> I just listened to like she was on Joe Firestone's podcast. I just listened to that episode today <laughs> and I was like dying laughing. Like what Incredible. a weird combo of people. I love wow. that so much. Um, stop it. Yeah. The cat. Sorry. The cat, the cat was, was trying to, to play with the scissors. She was trying we to were throw like, scissors off the table. Yeah. Jesus Christ. <laughs> this cat fully <laughs> opens like squatting right now. Yeah. He's being weird. Right. Um, Anyway, gourmet makes gourmet makes. And I was like, yay, Claire Saffitz. She seems fun. And then I started watching some of the other videos and content from Bon Appetit. And I was like looking at some of their recipes and I was like, "Okay." I mean, the recipes were not my absolute favorite. (laughs) Sure. To be honest, I found them. I I don't know. I think the way that they write a lot of their recipes is a little bit annoying. Mm. It's very old fashioned. Okay. To be honest, it's very. Um joy of cooking ah okay yeah they have the recipe list and then it's a paragraph right and the paragraph is like put your you know blah 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 together and do this to the blah blah and do this to the blah 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 blah. and it's like all of the directions don't involve the measurement amounts if that makes sense like you're constantly referencing the ingredient list and the ingredient list is all like ingredients as prepared if that uh, makes sense yeah 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 mm-hmm. it's hard to explain but people yeah. who like cook a lot or looking at recipes a lot mm-hmm. understand that like in blog form right we don't do that shit anymore like no, they don't yeah. have to be formatted like that no, anymore uh-uh. and i know people who like rewrite it out i used to rewrite right. like some recipes out especially like lengthy ones definitely especially in those like from those especially joy of cooking <laughs> like, i know i mean well and it's that's kind of how bon appetit does right. a lot of their um main style recipe so it's uh-huh. like i always took issue with that to be honest sure. to be fair. um i do still cook some of their stuff for mm-hmm. my work whatever mm-hmm. um they had a huge fallout and scandal um they've had many mm-hmm. over the years uh-huh. first of all They're, they've never been like a brand that has kept their nose clean to mm-hmm. be honest they've done a lot of weird shit through mm-hmm. the years um they've always been a pretty like white brand they're a Condé Nast brand mm-hmm. um they're very like highfalutin yeah in terms yeah, of that yeah they had this big makeover with adam rapaport as their right ceo he was a gq editor right and had no food background but tried mm-hmm. to make the magazine like cool and sleek honestly kind of succeeded like yeah yeah but the problem was is they never understood what was working about their brand if that makes sense yes um and I think that was really the biggest downfall of the whole place, mm-hmm. aside from the systemic racism. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, so the scandal that that was the fallout was basically that they were not paying people of color nearly right. as much. They were not giving opportunities to people of color that right. were bopping around that were right. already doing work there. Right. Right. Um, they were not 
there was no upward mobility like available Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and a very like kind of creepy upstairs downstairs way literally like Mm -hmm. editorial was on a floor Mm -hmm. two floors above the test Mm -hmm. kitchen Mm -hmm. and then like in the kitchen was like a bunch of people like testing out recipes and it was Mm -hmm. like those chefs were people of color a Mm -hmm. lot of times and then the editorial board would come down and they would set the tape this big table for all Mm -hmm. the white editors to do their pitch meeting and all this fucking shit Mm. creepy shit right yeah creepy creepy deepy shit um a picture from adam rap with like the big like straw that broke the camel's back because people go after this no it wasn't after that (laughs) it was the straw that broke the camel's back on adam rapaport's career right was a picture of him in brown face as a puerto rican like guy and he's a fucking white man with his Mm -hmm. white ass wife also in like brown face at a party Mm -hmm. which he apparently had framed and was on his desk so proudly like yeah Mm -hmm. hello well isn't it amazing it wasn't like wow Mm -hmm. i'm so deeply right embarrassed of myself like justin trudeau right (laughs) (laughs) anyway hide um, your brown face people come on it's 2021 just get out in front of it um (laughs) jenna marbles yourself (laughs) cancel yourself before anyone else can do it uh anyway and that leads me to the next part of the chapter so basically the fallout included at bon appetit Mm -hmm. um the departure of many of their stars because mm-hmm. their YouTube channel blew up. Right. Yeah. So they were this huge. fancy magazine that like only very like wealthy people paid attention to really. Yeah. Um, like high end New York food people paid attention to it because right. it was very ooh pretty photos. Yeah. They've changed like food styling essentially. And mm-hmm. they had this restaurant hot 10 list that always oh, comes right. out as a big deal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, which is also was also riddled with racism. Oh no! No, he's free. God damn, he's going. Um, there was because there was other editors that were majorly problematic. Okay. Um, besides Adam Rappaport, but obviously sure. it it That's starts big, from the top. I mean, right? Exactly. It starts from the top. Yeah. Um. So a lot of the people who were advocating for fair pay and like yeah. contracts that matched, especially the um, so like the big whistleblower, I guess, yeah. was Sola. Right. Um, El Wahi. And she was mm-hmm. she has like a ton of fucking experience. Like yeah. she's owned multiple restaurants. Her mm-hmm. husband is like a huge name mm-hmm. in the culinary world and they've mm-hmm. like owned restaurants together. And mm-hmm. like she just has a ton of expertise yeah. on her own. Really cool tattoos also. <laughs> and she just like was always kind of in the background and right. all like almost all of the on-screen talent yeah. at Bon Appetit, whenever they had a question and they were like, I don't know really how to do this. They would literally turn around and go, Sola? And right. then call her over. Right. Be asking for her opinions. Be right. asking for her expertise. Mm-hmm. She helped Claire, like, figure out how to temper oh, chocolate. Right. Basically. Right. Oh, which shit. Which is a huge part of everything. Mm-hmm. Turns out, Sola was never once compensated for being on camera Jesus. at Bon Appetit. Yeah. That became a whole thing. She was being paid stupid money right she was being paid 50k a year Yikes. for like Yikes. 15 years of fucking experience right. like crazy amounts of experience one of these things where like a lot of brown women look younger than they are yeah they right. are not though right they have experience right so stop treating her like she's fucking 22 years old when right. she's not yeah you know um ridiculous shit. this was a tw- i remember the, there was a twitter thread right where she like it was a twitter thread it was an instagram thread. she just basically took to her social media word. okay um, yeah I saw it on Instagram first, actually. Oh, word. Okay. Yeah. Uh-huh. Um, so, yeah, Sola was kind of like, listen, none of us are getting paid. <laughs> the right. way all your faves 
right. who are brown on mm-hmm. this fucking channel. Yeah. There are no black people on this fucking <laughs> channel. <laughs> but all your faves who are brown. You just have to laugh. You like, have to I laugh mean, because it's like, fuck. Like, LOL. They had an issue. One of the big issues that they that they were trying to tackle like yeah. early on as like one of the small issues that they thought was kind of accomplishable was to not have just all white hands in the in the <laughs> right, right the in the magazine the pictures, yeah <laughs> my eyebrows are in my fucking hairline because like <laughs> are you kidding me that's fucking crazy first of all i wouldn't i didn't know that because i mean i touched a bon appetit magazine probably three times right and it was at my yeah. boss's house print yeah you know what? like print <laughs> what? exactly print me go Ugh. um <laughs> So th- they had all of this shit go down at Bon Appetit. Yeah. And basically all of the like top names that everybody loved right. who made Bon Appetit Bon Appetit, mm-hmm. I think, yeah. left. There was like maybe right. two or three holdouts, but sure. I don't think they're they're long for the, that place anyway. Yeah. And like Gabby, who was the um, she was the kitchen manager, like the head kitchen manager she also had a ton of expertise and experience and stuff. Right. Um, and she wasn't getting paid right. enough for what she was doing. And, mm-hmm. uh, it, yeah, it just became this whole thing. And they tried to renegotiate contracts mm-hmm. essentially. Mm-hmm. And Condé did not fucking budge. Mm-hmm. Bon Appetit did not budge. Mm-hmm. So then they left, they yeah. peaced out. And then yeah. a bunch of the white editors left with them Word. people who had been there for years and years and years and years. Mm-hmm. And now they're all kind of doing their own thing. They're all scattershot. There are right. some doing stuff on Patreon. There are some doing stuff um, with other brands. Right. Sola is now um, actually with binging with Babish, who oh, I've nice. talked about That's plenty. Awesome. Babish has like expanded his culinary empire, like, empire. <laughs> <laughs> truly, but also like, Good for him. Yeah, that's because he's awesome. Gonna, he's that's paying her probably crazy money. Right. More than Condé Nast is paying her. That's crazy yeah. to me. Which is, yeah, I know. It's, it's say, wild. Even that concept Some fucking is guy insane. in Brooklyn. You know what I mean? Which, like, like it I should mean, not God be bless, like, but also fuck. But also, if they're only paying her 50K, then it's like, yeah, if you're a small business, you probably, yeah. you might Whatever. be able to do, anyway. <laughs> anyway, yeah, probably like shares in like the YouTube Definitely. profits and stuff like that. Right. You know what I mean? Where right. obviously they weren't seeing any of that money. Yo, working at a brand. That is a very good but point. Yeah. I know that she's also doing like stuff, branded content and stuff with um, like Food 52. I know that Rick uh, Andrew Martinez is also doing that. I follow right. him a lot. He's also writing his cookbook. Um, Claire Safis just came out with Dessert Person, which yeah, is her cookbook. Yeah. Now she has her own YouTube channel where she's right. promoting her book by cooking through her recipes, okay, basically. Um, and Molly is on patreon and so she and she has like sort of a subscription club that you can join where you can get like new recipes and stuff directly from her and so it's just kind of direct order same with carla lolly music she had just won a james beard award for her previous cookbook right she was the one who did back-to-back chef like back-to-back with like Mm -hmm. celebs Mm -hmm. um which was also kind of popular as one of their shows She had been there for a long time mm-hmm. and there were a couple of people calling her out, mm. but it does seem like in a lot of those, she kind of was like, I don't know, it, it, to say lesser of of evils, it does yeah. seem like she was just maybe not paying attention sure. to what was going on in general. And she has said like, 
yo, I've learned literally so much. And she okay. left. Like, I don't know. There's yeah. something to me about like giving up a high paying fucking job to yeah. go out well, on your own a, after you've just won like a very prestigious right. award. And especially at, like a know. reputable. Yeah. Like magazine like bon appetit yeah like, and know, she i will say property. also she's like a little older than everybody else involved yeah. and i think that there's something to be said about that do Definitely. you know what i mean right um, when everyone i mean that's also saying something because it's not like these people aren't 20 you know no. what i mean like like she's definitely from that gen x gen of women yeah. i think maybe maybe like older end of gen x gen women yeah who are like oh i need to act like a man to succeed yeah. do you know what i mean yeah. that's Absolutely. the sense i get i don't know sure sure Anyway, so it was this huge fallout. A ton of people left. Yeah. It's falling apart. They like reinstated a new CEO. They have mm-hmm. new people over there. They're trying to rebuild the brand, blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. Meme Appetite, the meme account. Right. Yes. Stopped fucking oh, following man. Bon Appetit. Damn. But now has started reposting uh-huh. uh, memes about the different. Like the spinoffs. Yeah. All yeah. of the spinoff That's series, awesome. basically, which is really fun. Yeah. And, have, and have put out multiple. Good good statements being like we do not stand by this bullshit that bon appetit right. is doing fuck right. that incredible um so that's fun so that was this that was that whole mess that happened uh-huh. this summer right now <laughs> oh boy uh, a few weeks ago i don't know yeah. if it was two weeks ago or how long Time ago means nothing yeah yeah <laughs> thank you <laughs> very recently uh-huh. <laughs> reply all the podcast that's produced by gimlet yeah which I had, I mean, I don't follow it. Yeah. I had listened to one or two here and there. There was one episode that I listened to that I found really amazing, which mm. was about this one guy who had this song stuck in his head. Oh, yeah. That he couldn't right. figure out. And it was mm-hmm. a one hit wonder, mm-hmm. turns out, and it didn't reach wide right. and nobody had a copy of it. They found the guy who mm-hmm. wrote the song. It was this whole fucking thing. It was amazing. That was a good episode. It was a cool episode. <laughs> yeah. Um, so when I found out that they had done a deep dive on Bon Appetit, I yeah. was like, fuck yeah. Because I want really good Bon Appetit fucking reporting. Yeah, like There definitely. was one business insider fucking article mm-hmm. behind a paywall, first mm-hmm. of all. I read screenshots on Twitter. Jesus Christ. Kill me, right? Business insider. I know. And I'm like, come on. Yeah. This is juicier than that. Yeah. Are you kidding me? There were plenty of Where's people. Where's the Slate article? Come Everybody's like, obsessed. Yeah. Well, you know? I, I don't know. Mm-hmm. Well, I think probably they know people. You're right. Yeah, that's You true. know what I mean? I mean, all these media brands are so like in, enmeshed yeah. and shit. Yeah. I don't know. I think I bet that there's some element of that. Yeah. Being like, I don't want to get in trouble with fucking For sure. those people. Whatever. Right. Or, um, or I don't know. Maybe it's just like in general, it's kind of an unwieldy thing to yeah. get your hands on. And it really seemed like it from starting to listen to this reply all fucking podcast right. about it. It was eight months of reporting. Jesus. Well, I tune in <laughs> my fucking enter ass. Alex. Enter Alex this week. Like I'm going to go listen to this podcast about this thing. I'm going to get so much more info. Yay. Uh, no, the top of the podcast starts with a disclaimer that then immediately makes me feel weird because it's like (laughs) hello (laughs) we at reply all have been made aware of increasing like issues within our own brand here at gimlet Hmm. um inequalities systemic (laughs) problems and failures of our own jesus christ (laughs) including the woman who was doing the reporting 
And one of the main Reply All co-hosts, mm-hmm. I think PJ was his name. <laughs> okay. God help us all. Um, and this woman, Shruthi, who... And here's the thing. I'm sorry. I'm just going to call them like PJ and Shruthi because I didn't know who the fuck these people were no. until this week. Right. Apologies yeah. to whomever pays attention. Right. Um, but I know that the woman's name is Shruthi because she was doing the main reporting and it's her voice okay. literally right. through it. And I'm like, okay, so I, I'm seeing their thinking, right? They're like, we're some white guys. Let's give it to a brown woman right. to report yeah. on all this shit. Yeah. Right. Well, it turns out that she was like super anti-union mm-hmm. at Gimlet and was actively creating obstacles for young producers of color to succeed there yeah. because she found it to be stepping on her toes and stepping mm-hmm. on her money. Mm-hmm. Right. So apparently same thing with this PJ guy. Mm-hmm. Um I don't know what else these allegations. I read like one article. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know what else these fucking allegations are about, but they were supposed to, it was supposed to be a four part series. Mm -hmm. They aired two Mm -hmm. and then stopped airing them because previous employees of Gimlet came out and were like, Hey, fuck you guys. Mm -hmm. (laughs) This is super hypocritical. Um, and here's the thing in the second episode, I mean, I'm torn too. I'm torn about whether or not I want to hear the other episodes, to be honest, because I want to hear the interviews. Right. And I think that adding that disclaimer up top, like I didn't know until I hit play that that had happened. Right. Um, That hadn't hit my part of the internet because again, I was on TikTok and watching Emma Chamberlain videos, guys. I'm trying. Zoomers don't know what's going on. I was trying to bury my head in the sand this week. I was trying to cope okay amen and then i walked right into it um <laughs> into the and i will say like it made me listen to the reporting and question the reporting more yeah because it had the disclaimer and i think that that would have been fine to air the rest of it yeah. with that disclaimer sure to be con- to be completely honest yeah. that's my opinion i think that like people are grown-ups and should mm-hmm. be allowed to know yeah that shit is spun it with some which way or not you right. know like People should know that in general to not just like automatically trust whomever is framing the story. Right. But it was really interesting because when she got to a point where she was interviewing one of the editors at large, I believe would be her title at Bon Appetit. Mm -hmm. She was one of the chefs (laughs) Mm -hmm. who was also picking the stories and Mm -hmm. pitching stories to Adam. And she was one of the editors. Mm -hmm. I'm, I think that I think she would just be called an editor. I okay. don't know. I don't know magazines. Yeah, I never yeah. worked at Devil Wears Prada. Um, uh, wow. But apparently it was very Devil Wears, Devil Wears Prada E. And uh, interesting. Okay. Whoever was close to Adam uh-huh. or liked by Adam. Right. Had a lot of sway. Mm-hmm. Right. And mm-hmm. you didn't want to disrupt that because he seemed finicky. He seemed like he was always on his phone, which he said he was like, mm, it was ADD or something. Mm-hmm. But he would be like on his phone in meetings, mm-hmm. meetings that were about why um, the black folks at the office, which were two of them, um, <laughs> wanted him to capitalize uh-huh. the word black. Oh, my God. In a piece. And so they had to do an entire presentation Jesus on why it was important. Christ. Oh, my and God. And Adam was on his phone. Oh, good. So this is like part of the details that are right. coming out in an eight month investigation. I'm like, yeah. that's interesting to me. Yeah. Because that's a specific thing. Definitely. That's a specific moment where you tell he doesn't give a fuck. No. You know? Yeah. Um, I don't know. I think that's interesting. Yeah. And then 
yeah so she she was reporting on a lot of different random shit and then she was talking about her own experience of like not being hashtag woke i don't know like not considering herself a woman of color until like Mm -hmm. very recently which is like okay that's interesting she's an indian woman yeah she's an immigrant she was and then she also like sort of made a weird comment patting herself being like that's why i have an excellent american accent because i love Mm. assimilating and i was like okay that is you know that's like okay um that's some self-hating language right there i mean and this is and this is stuff that obviously like my friends have taught me like my friends have like i don't know i take for granted i guess that i i've been around people who have Mm -hmm. are not only woke in their own right but also like have their own experiences Mm -hmm. and i'm friends with people of many different like people who are immigrants people who are not immigrants people who are first gen people who are third gen whatever well and also that you're around people of color who do sort of are critical of the larger culture because you know as you can tell poc does not mean woke a lot of poc are not woke you know Uh, yeah well Mm -hmm. uh, yeah and that's right that's what i mean like i feel like i i you know this is stuff i've learned not only from just being you know paying attention to shit myself but also around people who are critical of the situations that they're in too. Yeah, yeah. And also just listening to their experiences and going like, right. what the fuck, you know, yeah. <laughs> just stories straight up. But, um, so it was interesting to hear her talk about stuff mm-hmm. in a way that I was like, Ugh. and you know, part of me was like, Oh, am I only listening to that mm-hmm. specifically enough because of the sure. disclaimer up top? I don't know, but fair. Then she went on this is the part that I was like, no, uh-huh. I would have noticed this. Right, regardless, right. she went on to interview Christina, who was one of the editors, and uh-huh. she is Asian, uh-huh. and she admittedly was like, I feel like I was on the wrong side of the conversation. Right. I was on the other side of the table right. when we were having diversity initiatives right. pitched to the editorial board That's, and I mean, stuff. And awesome of her to admit, uh, yeah, even if it's a little bit too late. It was she, interesting. She's East Asian, right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um so yeah, because this woman, one of the people, Priya, uh-huh. Again, it's hard because I'm like, I, f- I feel bad not saying anybody's last name, but I'm like, I genuinely don't know don't a lot know of their yeah. last names because I really paid mostly attention to like Claire Saffitz because they just always, it seems it was one of those names that they all said, they always said her whole sure. name yeah. a lot yeah. or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, I don't know. I, didn't, I don't even know. I, I, I don't know Brad's attention. last name. I think it's Leone. Okay. But, but that's because uh-huh. he was always saying Leone and sons uh, when okay. he's talking about his kids. Okay. Um, yeah there's like a lot of them i'm like i know their first names because right. of just how they appeared on the youtube channel but also think about that yeah it's the fucking white guy and the white girl sure, that we know true. their whole names and then mm-hmm. everybody else is sola and priya and fucking yeah. rick and blah 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 you yeah, know yeah um but it yeah i don't know yeah. so it had many issues but also mm-hmm. people were like everybody knows why claire and brad worked it's cheers Oh, and I was like, "That's really interesting because it's the big doofus guy right. and the smart girl. Right? It's, it's Tina Fey and Jimmy Fallon on Update. Yo, it's the nerdy girl yeah. and the goofy guy. And when you put them together, it works. Yeah. So time and time again, it's just fucking tropes. It's genres. Right. Um. So that's interesting to me. 
Because that can be fucking recreated with people. people <laughs> many, many different people. People of color. Yeah, but no, it's better. New it's people, pretty, different people in more, general. No, we like it if it's pretty white people. Come on. They're not even. Okay. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> That's mean. <laughs> They're fine. They're gorgeous. I love them. Uh, I kiss them both on the mouth. Um, so anyway, we're losing track of the story. <laughs> um, <laughs> so... The, uh, Priya, who's one of the editors, uh, who's an Indian Asian woman, said that she would take on part of the diversity initiatives as part okay. of her title because she was seeing issues sure. right sure. while she was there. Um, and she was not even supposed to be there for that long, apparently. Oh, wow. And then she ended up being there for that long, taking on more of like a deputy editor position when somebody cool. went on maternity leave. Uh, um, okay. And then she was very overwhelmed, very swamped, Oop. not being compensated fairly for mm. like being part of the diversity efforts. Sure. Was not put in touch with the people who were advocating for black to be capitalized as B, which was um, Jesse and mm. Ryan. And Ryan was adam's assistant and jesse was one of the like junior editors Mm -hmm. that was added yeah um added explicitly as a diversity hire and they like told him that right and they said we're working on structural issues here oh and he said okay and then he's like i kept my fucking eye out you know and then i looked around and i said oh it's everything cool fuck (laughs) so then you know they were not put in touch with priya they were just it was just kind of apparently not even an email went out that like Priya was doing this suddenly so then that you know everybody's stepping on everybody's toes then you know that's fucking rocky shit right but instead of being like we're enemies they teamed up because they understand good you know which is nice yeah they were like okay okay right Mm -hmm. hi Priya (laughs) (laughs) hello we have been working on this yeah um, with absolutely no extra sure. titles or compensation mm-hmm. and n- neither of us were tapped or told about what's going on and Priya was like okay fuck that right. sucks Good I'm sorry also, like, let's work together yeah. can we work together Right. Um, and apparently it was making a lot of people mad and Christina uh, admittedly was like yes. I didn't like what she was doing I thought it was annoying like I didn't uh-huh. like her like from what she from the way she was saying it she didn't say that, obviously. Of course. But you could tell. She was like, oh, right. I didn't fucking like that bitch. You know what uh-huh. I mean? Like, it was that uh-huh. energy. Yep. And then she's like, and now during this fallout, it's really taken me a very fucking long time. Wow. To unpack. Wow. The fact, like, she's like, I feel horrible about how Whoa. I handled everything. Shit. And I can't believe I was on the wrong side of that table and that Yo. conversation. Like, I think back to it and I'm like, what the fuck? it really got away from me and I can't believe I behaved that way. And she even said like she repressed the fact that she had written a big manifesto when they had another, like another scandal years Uh. ago um, about uh, ramen. There was like this big ramen scandal Mm -hmm. or something where like they had some fucking asshole white chef do this (laughs) video who was Mm -hmm. like, Hey, listen, if you're going to do this to your ramen, fuck you, okay? And it was like that kind of energy. It was very like early 2000s energy. It's stupid. They they played an audio clip and I was like, oh, oh my God. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's so embarrassing. Back when we let like Gwen Stefani go around with it was those like, Japanese girls. Dude, it was, it was like, what was 2008 edgy? <laughs> you know, like he yeah. was like, don't fucking do this. And it was like, what? Yeah, and it was like, what authentic... Oh, no. Like, oh, I don't Jesus. even, here's the thing. Like, I don't even, 
I was so mind blown by the <laughs> the energy of the man in the clip. Yeah. I don't even remember if it was like what what they were talking about, <laughs> but it, I, I'm almost positive it was something like ramen. Yeah, and it was just stupid, and it was a it was constantly at the Oof. brand apparently it was a lot of like okay there was a soup dumpling story okay. that they talked about for a while too uh-huh. and they just kept taking yeah yeah asian stuff and giving it to white people and yeah it was <laughs> it was kind of like they kind of got to the bottom of it or whatever they felt like they were like oh it would feel too ethnic if it was coming from an asian byline <laughs> okay <laughs> in that era yeah right and now right. Obviously not, because now people are so obsessed with authenticity. Yeah. Okay. Uh-huh. Which is, it's so yucky, but it's I like, know, oh, yeah. that's the fucking trend. Right. Is the idea of like, oh, back then it was about accessibility. It's not accessible unless it's written by a white editor. Right. Right. And then now it's like, well, it's not authentic if it's not written by someone who's right. Asian. And like right. somebody went back and like changed the names on some of them. Oh, it's no. stupid. It's bad. It's bad. All of it's bad. Yeah. So there was like a hot pot one. Uh-huh. There was a soup dumplings one. I believe that there was like a ramen one. There was like a couple that they, they went through that was specifically... Yeah issues with around asian cuisine shit and this christine and this christina person like wanted to write a manifesto being like we fucked up and here's why and here's how and wanted to publish it yeah adam rapport was like no No. that's Mm -hmm. not the fucking brand we don't write fucking manifestos at bon appetit like Mm -hmm. put that shit away that's weird Mm -hmm. basically and she's like i didn't even remember that i wrote it shit so fuck i'm unpacking some stuff right now right to this truthy woman and then the Shruthi girl goes like, uh, well, it sounds like you didn't have like the power to change it anyway. Mm. And she was like, well, there was like power that came with being one of Adam's favorites. Mm-hmm. And then she goes like, yeah, but you would have lost that power if you had mm. stepped on, if you had brought something up to him that would have, you would have made you like fall out of favor. Right. Or whatever. And she goes like, I mean, yeah, I guess. And she's like, so it sounds like you didn't have any power, right? And she was kind of like, um, I don't, I don't know. And she was like, well, it's this thing that like, this like soft power idea. Okay. All right. Uh-huh. And then I don't remember which one of them brought it up, but I was like, what? What? Because you also have to remember that like, I'm listening to this while I'm like, on the train or like going to right. work or like working. Right. Yeah. So like I'm, I'm paying attention. around doing things right. I'm paying for attention, work. But yeah. like the way it was structured uh-huh. was really kind of all over the place to be completely really? honest. Like uh-huh. I understand that she was trying to, her through line was her own through line, Clearly. which is part of the reason they stopped it. And we're like, we should not have aired this as published uh-huh. or as reported uh-huh. because the through line was not the story of Bon Appetit. If that was loosely the story and then the through line felt a lot more influenced by yeah. the woman reporting it than right i would have expected it sounds like she's especially the soft power thing which, mm-hmm. well she was talking so she said to her like yeah like you know there's something there's difference between like soft power and hard power and like blah blah, blah. and christina was kind of like yeah i don't know like she you could feel her being like don't lead me down some weird path where I'm excusing myself. Right. And she was like, no, excuse yourself because I feel guilty about my own shit. Mm -hmm. Because she even said in like VO and not in the interview part, like Mm -hmm. later, like I really identified with Christina's like position because I realized looking back that like there was some stuff that was going on in my own environments Mm -hmm. that I've been a part of. And I realized that like, I didn't act 
as helpfully to young brown <laughs> producers n- around me because I just didn't consider myself that way. Blah blah blah. Like, uh-oh. yeah, like uh oh, spaghettios, uh. big de- big time. Um, and yeah, the way she framed it was like, I'm starting. I was my eyes were starting to open to like the way I had been, you know, on the wrong side of the table of stuff or whatever. But it's like, then it came out later that it was like she was like intensely vocally anti-union or something That's at different. Gimlet. And I was like, Jesus Christ. Listen, listen. You're a union buster? Yeah, I know. I was going to say, there's a little bit of... What the Here's fuck? the thing. Here's the thing. I think as a person of color, especially if you're trying to get your way in a predominantly white world, which like, if you are in America, you just are. Listen, we have all had an Uncle Tom moment. Okay? <laughs> like, it's fine. It's fine. Or an uncle, whatever, insert whichever, you know. Thomasina. Thomasina. Uncle well, Jorge. I guess, well, uncle. would that be an Aunt Jemima moment? Ooh, yeah, maybe. Yes, an Aunt Jemima moment. Oh, That's no. me. That's me. Fuck. I've had so I've had a couple Aunt Jemima moments. Listen, but I feel like people of color go through their I'm not like other girls phase uh-huh. as well. All, and uh, listen, white girls go through their pick me phases. Yes. Some of them never leave them. Yes. It's a problem. I don't care who you are. I don't yeah. care if you're the wokest person. Don't. Yeah. You have had a moment. You've, You've had, had a, a moment passing where you moment. sell people down the river so mm-hmm. that you can feel... Or you look at someone else of your yeah. race and you think, that's not me. Thank God. Everybody. Mm-hmm. I don't care who you are. That's you true. know it's true. You don't say that. Like, that's fine. I want to have someone on a rung beneath me mm-hmm. because I feel yep. pretty low on this ladder already. Yep. And you behave shittily. Yes. Yeah. Ain't nothing too, too, too wrong. As long as you then look back and say, okay, I'm not going to do that no more. Right. That's and fine. what you did didn't have insane amounts of yeah, lasting impact exactly. on mm, right. a lot of people. And like, more importantly, like you weren't a union buster. Like, here's the thing. <laughs> I, there's a difference. There's a difference. Like, between sorry, being you're like, a podcaster, not a fucking oil baron. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Like I laugh just because it's so wild. It's truly it's crazy. You're a food magazine, not the Emperor (sighs) of Rome. Yeah. Jesus Christ. Especially like I I don't know. There's something about being vocally anti-union that I truly to my bones I don't understand. Especially (laughs) like you said, you are not you're not jeff bezos out here no like you have a certain amount of power but like but jesus christ but and like but here's the thing it's that thing where sophomores are the worst (laughs) right yeah because it's never juniors or seniors who are bullying the freshmen it's sophomores because they're like finally someone we can kick you know and (laughs) they're the worst and that's why it's like some fucking podcasters who are getting a little bit of cash money finally out of this gig at gimlet being like no fuck you stay down right like right fuck off how much is but she was like yeah i thought people were gonna like you know impede upon my you know opportunities or or money or something like that yeah that they would maybe be having a bigger cut of her pie or something like that this is absolutely wild what what people should not be exploited for you to have your living yeah my friend and for you to make that goes for everybody that goes for all of you listening to (laughs) dollars more a year in your 30s i don't know you know what i mean like Couric took a fucking pay cut so that cbs wouldn't lay off people okay or something I yes. forget what network she's on, but one of them. Whatever. Yeah, <laughs> whatever yeah. network she's on. Apparently, Katie Couric took many right. pay cuts to make sure there were not layoffs. Which, like, and yes, there are she plenty can. of people at the top who don't do that shit. No, they do not. Or when they do, they announce it. Yeah, make it a big old deal. It like broke that she did that, but it was right. not her that right. announced that. Right. That's what she had done. I mm-hmm. think. 
Or I don't know. Don't quote me on that. But sure. regardless, super stupid. Um, super compounding scandals. Jesus Christ. In my sphere. I was like, <laughs> what in the fuck is going on? Everything that touches Bon Appetit dies. <laughs> oh my God. The curse. You know, like Fucking the curse. Wild. It's crazy to think that like also literally the only reason i started watching gourmet makes yeah. was because i was so yeah. fucking depressed and right. fucked up because i had broken my knee right. i had gotten dumped i yeah. wasn't working because my knee was fucking broken right. and i right. was working as a waitress at the time mm-hmm. so i couldn't do any of that shit right. i mean you were like bedridden quite i was literally like, literally bedridden yeah. because i couldn't walk right. and i had to wait to get my stitches out before i could really try to start right doing physical therapy it was a whole thing um it, so it was months of my life and I was really just sad. Yeah. And I didn't want to watch movies. Sure. A lot of the time because like I just, yeah, I don't know. I didn't want to watch movies. I just, that's how fucking sad I was basically. Because it was like, I don't want there to be accidentally some romance plot line. Right. Because that's going to make me feel fucked up. Yeah. Because I just got dumped. Right. I don't want there to be like some action sequence because then I'm like, well, I don't know if I'm ever going to be able to run like that again because of my knee, whatever. All this shit. It's that state where like everything is just reminding everything you of the is trauma. Tr- yeah, everything yeah, is fucked yeah. up. So everything was just reminding me of the world and I wasn't allowed right. to be out in the world. Absolutely. I, it was like quarantine, except I was the only one exactly. in it. <laughs> right. Literally. In the beginning of 2019. Mm-hmm. Um, so I started watching Gourmet Makes mm-hmm. because it wasn't about fucking anything. Yeah. And Claire gets fucking pissed off halfway through. <laughs> yeah. And that was really nice to mm-hmm. see someone just going yeah. like, oh, fuck. I don't want to fucking do this anymore. Yeah. Can I quit? She'd get really frustrated. I don't want to do this shit. This yeah. is so annoying. Ugh, yeah. Fine, I'll do She'd it. She'd taste it and be like, it's bad. She's like, like I hate it's this. stupid. Yeah. It's bad, but I'm done. Let's yeah. call it done. Mm-hmm. Guys, we're done. And she would just like be like, yeah. yay. <laughs> and that was really fun to right. me. I was like, cool. I like that. Yeah. And then there was Brad and he was talking about fermentation and he mm-hmm. just seemed fun and goofy, like mm-hmm. some like goofy kid from high school mm-hmm. kind of energy. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And then then all of this fucking happens and i was like jesus christ i also think that i jumped into the bon appetit boat like pretty late in the game like it was kind of yeah i didn't start watching any of it until like like the youtube algorithm was recommending me gourmet makes Mm -hmm. for like a full year before i watched it oh word wow because i was like that seems stupid i don't why would you want a gourmet skittle fuck you know what i mean like i was just like i don't care Uh because it wasn't about that it was about the personalities in the kitchen and it was about like the project of it all right um because you don't get to taste it at the end no you know and they list the ingredients and it's always like sodium sulfate and you're like well i can't get that right well and that was part of the fun of it was she would kind of deconstruct like why some of the stuff was was what it was for and how they would make it and then how most of it is completely impossible to make and yeah just go buy a kit kat was right. like the, yeah. the moral yeah. of a lot of the stories you and know, i will which say was like even i found it interesting and yeah. i'm just not i i'm not that into because it was science and i really liked watching it right yeah. it was just well made yeah it was an exactly all-made, it was a well-made thing um but you know not at the expense of people's like livelihoods and like careers <laughs> and shit yeah so that was yeah, yeah. so like it was a super white place that tried to make everything whiter and right. 
kind of blatantly so and that was right. like their brand yeah <laughs> and they were like "Ooh, it's lemony chicken orzo or whatever and it's like yeah. this literally has a greek name or something like it would just be like random shit where it's like you right. wouldn't even reference that it was greek right like <laughs> jesus <laughs> christ like, you know like st- the mediterranean like shit like that was yeah. happening no for sure and people sure. were pointing out all different kinds of shit on twitter once every like the story all broke, broke and yeah. everyone was like yeah how could you fucking not see this and i'm like i don't know i'm a fucking white girl <laughs> that is me like they're right. pitching shit at my head that i'm sure. like oh okay right like, right i don't know i do think the stuff also that like, i know is italian but yeah. it's also not italian italian it's right american italian it's my family italian absolutely yeah i mean no, the responsibility I, I think the responsibility is on the brand not on the consumer just like i think the responsibility Fair is on enough. the politician not on the people you know what i mean yeah. to an extent to an extent uh, if it's not like yeah fucking i can't think of a brand that's doing like that bad i don't know all those brands that did like blackface and shit i don't know like that shit yeah is different but like i think in general i think when it comes to this honestly how i feel about sustainability as well that like the hate should go to the brand yeah not to the consumer you know what i mean like yeah we all have responsibility blah 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 but like do we you know what i mean yeah it's like because they (laughs) oh you know what's interesting that i learned too that i didn't I don't I didn't know actually uh, because that's how kind of late I jumped into the Bon Appetit pool yeah. was that Alison Roman came comes from Bon Appetit. Oh shit. Really? Yeah. And what's know, fucked up today. is that she was in the test kitchen at the same what? time as some of the our faves ah. and she rose to prominence very quickly because Interesting. Adam was obsessed with her apparently. Oh wow, I'm so Rick, surprised. Rick Andrew Martinez, mm-hmm. whom I adore. Mm-hmm. And whose Instagram presence is Ooh. immaculate vibes mm-hmm. is I think Rick underscore Andrew underscore Martinez. Um, first of all, compl- like quick detour. He found a dog. He found a dog. A dog followed him home on Christmas no. Eve. What? And he adopted him. How magical. And his name is Chaco. And he's this the be- most beautiful puppo. And he just fucking runs around his house. And oh. it's so cute. And he renovated this beautiful house. He moved to Mazalan, Mexico. Because oh, that's good. where he got stuck when he was researching uh, for his cookbook mm-hmm. because of quarantine. And yeah. then he was like, wait, fuck this. I'm staying here forever. I love it. And he lives a beautiful life. This, and I was going to say this Instagram it's is gorgeous. Incredible food. It's beach pics. It's beautiful dog. It's he renovated this gorgeous house and has like custom tile work and custom furniture everywhere because he just got like yeah. local artisans to like vamp his place up. It's amazing. These I cookies, can't wait. These are the most beautiful cookies I've ever seen in my life. Dude, he's so good at everything um he's the cookie master Bala. as well as I know, like I'm obviously amazing authentic mexican oh, food of course. But also, and here's the thing and i don't but, but also I'm, i am looking at these cookies and that did honestly sell me i mean i have a sweet tooth of course as you all know but like yeah that's what i enjoy about him so much is yeah. like he really does the sweet and savory both yeah. very well yeah. um seems like such a sweet guy stop he started at the test kitchen stop. about the same time mm-hmm and he was like, it became very obvious that Allison was a star and Yo, that's that wild. he, Adam would make his own, like he would come in and make his own breakfast in the test kitchen. Okay. Which first of all is fucking obnoxious. Yeah. Yeah. The fuck? That's so annoying. <laughs> yeah. Right. Um, Plus this guy isn't a chef or a cook or anything. No. <laughs> okay. He's just cool. like making fucking eggs or whatever, being yes. annoying, but he would use her station. Oh, and her knives oh my God. and her cutting board. And then and then 
It also feels like disrespectful because I'm like, thing. what if you fucking fuck up the stuff? Well, that's what he's saying. And then to further prove that it was definitely it was because it was Allison Station was because then when they moved Test Kitchens, because they did. Yeah. And then they were in uh, One World Trade. Right. Instead right. of uh, they were in Times Square, which is so weird. Oh, huh. um, then they were in One World Trade, still using Allison's mm. station and her knives. And Rick phrased it as like it was very clear to all of us that he had that there was a comfortable comfortability that he had with mm-hmm. Allison that he did not have with the rest of us. Right. Right. She was his fucking favorite. Mm hmm. Anyway, she's just like this fucking white woman with brown yeah. hair who recently had her own exactly, scandal at the New York Times because yeah. she was talking about how she's never going to come out with like dishes right because that's hokey was kind of the implication okay and then <laughs> through Chrissy Teigen under the bus yeah. and then also yeah. through Marie Marie Kondo, Marie Kondo. I believe, Kondo. under the bus for yeah. which like <laughs> Talk about a more unproblematic queen. God, how who is hating on Marie Kondo? I mean, her, that's what's crazy. So yeah, Alison Roman comes from that place. So no wonder mm-hmm. she had her own fucking scandal. First yeah. of all, um, but second of all, she owned up to it. Yeah, apologized profusely. Yeah, said it had a lot more to do with the fact that she feels like a fraud and she shouldn't fucking have a cookware line. Which like, and she was like, yeah, I can't believe that the two women that I thought of first were. Asian women, that's fucked up yeah. of me. Which, yeah. yeah, it is, bro. Yes, it is. Um, <laughs> fuck's sake. But I will say, like, Chrissy Teigen tweeted her directly and was like, oh, she did. Ow, wouch. What, like, ow, wouch. Cool. Ow, wouch. That's what she wow. said. Ow, wouch. She said, wow, ouch. <laughs> <laughs> Something like, fuck. I, that, ass. that was really yeah. shitty because I really used to like you. And now every time I'm going to make that one tart, I'm going to cry or something. Yeah, she <laughs> did. Like, Chrissy Teigen was like, I liked you. Why are you so anti-Asian? Bro. <laughs> like, and then Alice Roman went, you are so right. Yep. And she like made this whole like very long apology and I I don't know. It it seemed to be pretty heartfelt. Yeah. And like she was actually just kind of ignorant, to yeah. be honest. Yeah. And she said that as much. Mm-hmm. She said as much. And yeah. she also like at Chrissy T, you know, and yeah. Chrissy was like, okay, listen, like, I think it's kind of over the top that your team probably made you do this like three page apology note right. or whatever. But also like I hope that I don't have to cry every time I use your recipes yeah. now or whatever. Yeah. And Alice was like, listen, okay. And she got dropped from the New York she Times. Did. Yeah. And so now she's has her own like YouTube channel and stuff mm-hmm. and is doing her own thing. But like a little more quietly, right. I would like to add, yeah. you know. Um, but yeah, just like not surprising. No. In some ways. If that's what no. you're around all the time, you're gonna absorb it. Yeah. You know, and that's kind of what the expose was kind of talking about, too, is like when you're around all of that, you're going to absorb it. Exactly. Which is why it was such a negative place for all these people. Right. um, These people of color. And then like obviously negative for all of these fucking white editors who were like, yeah, this is fine. Right. Right. I'm sorry. But like no part of me Mm -hmm. as a young, woke individual Mm -hmm. would be like, oh, yeah, it's totally fine that we have like. So a black and Asian woman in the kitchen downstairs and we the editors who are white are up here like I'm sorry but like just really does five ten years really make that much of a difference for you to not see that mm-hmm. and like wow mm-hmm. do you know what I mean yeah because there was and that was the other thing that a lot of the framing of the reporting on it from this woman Shruti who got cancelled was yeah. like 
listen, back then it was different. There was uh, a little yes. bit of that Slow energy that, yeah. uh-huh. too. But again, it's it was all to cover her own fucking ass, clearly. clearly. For clearly. being a union buster. <laughs> For being an oil baron. <laughs> <laughs> and that's the end of my TED Talk that's about the, all, of, me all of new media imploding in on itself. And I some you know, sometimes I just want to watch a video of somebody cooking food. <laughs> And I can't have nice things. I can't even have a nice podcast to explain to me what exactly the fuck went down uh, without that also exploding. Um, So the PJ guy and this Shrew 3 woman both left Gimlet and are both not a part of the thing anymore. And they're pausing Reply All and not releasing new episodes or doing anything new until they investigate themselves Mm. further or whatever. And I was like, okay, well... I wanted to hear the rest of this shit, <laughs> but now also like gross. <laughs> Goddamn! Somebody else do it. Come on, I someone non problematic for fuck's sake. Someone, anyone. <laughs> do like, we have to? I maybe. Let's make a documentary. <laughs> okay, I'm in. Listen, we have no fucking part in this. Like, whole, who cares? You know what I mean? Like the energy we, of the podcast of, of the documentary the whole time is us being like. <laughs> I'll do it. Give me it. Give me that. Give me the give me camera. That. Give me that shit. All right. <laughs> I'll call people. Hello. <laughs> it's me. <laughs> Hello. Hello. So you remember that five hour interview you gave to this fucking union buster like six months ago? Would you mind rehashing that trauma again so that we could put it out there for the people? <laughs> we encourage people to unionize. It's and true. We, we like are very pro union in this house. And we are, yeah, we're interested in people of color and we're interested in people of color succeeding. Yeah. And not being shoved down to the basement floor of a brand. No. Fuck. Jesus. You'd think you'd be I mean, so simple. Um, but truly bananas. I mean, I don't even know. Isn't that There's insane? So much going Just like. On. Let uh, the fucking Taiwanese woman talk about dumplings. Like, why would you n- not let her write that piece? What the fuck is wrong with you? <laughs> she lived in Flushing. Like, <laughs> oh, no, man. Like, she was like, I literally, when I moved to New York, I wanted to live off the seven train because I knew that there would be incredible food off the seven train. And then Shruthi was like, what she means by off the seven train is Indian and Asian food. And I was like, I know. The, yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Everybody knows. What? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, you could have just said flushing yeah. is off the seven train exactly. for people who don't live in New York City. Because yeah. like, yeah, the seven train, it's like maybe very esoteric. But if you say flushing Queens, people know. Yeah. It was weird. This and the way she just said Indian and Asian food. I was like, OK, well, that's mm. not. There's a lot. It sounds like there's just a lot not to It's diagnose. like there's Chinese, there's Vietnamese, yeah. there's yeah. Indian food, there's Pakistani food. Yeah. There's a lot of different kinds of yes. Indian and Asian food yes. over there, dude. She you could have given a quick list. It wouldn't have hurt you. It really does sound like it, it, there's there's just a lot of, especially the whole accent thing that you told I me. I have an impeccable American accent. And I was like, like, what the fuck? I yo. know. I can hear you. Jesus Christ. What? Also, that was just that was just weird. That just really right. pop, it popped out to me in all of it. it you should listen me, to the episodes and I tell want, me tell oh, me what you get out of it. Oh girl, as soon as I started have all my own this. background in all of yeah. the BA yeah. stuff because I was like aware of what happened. Yeah. But 
Wow. You, you were explaining this off air and I was immediately like, I'm going to listen to this. Like I decided <laughs> yeah. like an hour ago that I was going to listen to this. Um, but messy, 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 messy. Truly messy. I'm excited. I'm going to also listen to that this week. Um, cool. So I will oh, also just back. as a fun bit of background and context. Yeah. This very podcast was rejected by Gimlet. Oh, that's true. <laughs> oh, proudly. We don't have to worry about, about not allowing people. They listen. To they said these bitches sound pro union. <laughs> they said that's what they said. They said they said we can't have that. I am currently we part love of love our network. I'm currently part of a union that sends me spooky DVDs. So spooky haunted DVDs. <laughs> the father. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> Thanks, Ayatsi. Um, <laughs> Thank you. Um, I'm. I am actually very excited to listen to this. I'm gonna start. Cool. Now that I've just tomorrow. had an hour monologuing, do you have anything you would like to talk no, about? On the internet, I, dead ass. I ain't been on the internet in a week, so <laughs> um, you've been busy. You've been working. I've, I've been, been nothing but online. I feel, I feel like, like I, this week. I, I don't know like why. I'm having the moment that you are where I don't want to go online because I don't want to be reminded of shit right now. That's fair. So I've just that been... That was me like last week. I was like, um, I read a book. <laughs> this week I'm like, y'all. <laughs> I have been uploaded into the Matrix. <laughs> and I've come to report back. <laughs> Yo, I almost watched the Matrix last week. So that's where, that's where oh, we're at. I did a Matrix monologue on an app. Oh, yeah, thing. fine. I was Wait. doing like random acting Which stuff. One? I'll show you. Oh, cool. Thanks. Okay. Um, I forget. <laughs> the answer was I forget. <laughs> I figured. Mm. Um, do I have anything? Actually, there was this one TikToker that I wanted to mention because I think she's cool. Cool. I did find her. Um, um, Bam. She breathes heavily. Um, I love TikTok. I spend so much time on TikTok that, that I quick. think my I eyes are going <laughs> to become. You can like scroll through with your eyes. Yeah. Like, you just like look, you know what I mean? You, yeah. This is not a visual medium, so you can't see what I'm doing. <laughs> um, I found this TikToker yeah. called Herspective, at Herspective, H E R S P. Perspective. I was like, like, do I have to explain it? It's like perspective, but her. But her. Let's explain it some more. Herstory. Let's make herstory. Damn it. Yo, when you. Sorry, but. LOL. It's cringe. That's when, a Gen X fucking really feminist Yo, feminism stuff. It makes me cringe. When Young M.A. <laughs> named her album her story. Oh my that's god, like, it's a little cringe. Girl. No, that's <laughs> awkward. Um, but that's like crazy because it's in the rap world. I know. That's in the rap I'm, world, yeah. they're like, whoa. <laughs> you know, <'cause> they, <laughs> you know, they're not fucking listening to. There were, I mean, yes, and I will say, like, bless her. There's so many black women who are like. Wait a minute. Like, <laughs> okay. Now Beyonce saying it. Where'd she get it from? Young M.A. No, young, Beyonce got it from white people. But anyway. Um, <laughs> um, Before you spin out. Perspective. <laughs> anyway. Yeah. The page is really cool, though. It's um, it's a really interesting, like, uh, videos about feminism. But I think broken oh, down in a way. I think it's also... I think there's a little bit of like pop feminism that I have found 
tiresome. Uh-huh. <laughs> um, sure, yeah. In many, many ways. Yeah, and like I think we like we what we were just lamenting. Like literally her story. Yes, it's like, exactly. We like it. We don't like it because it is performative. Exactly. It's yes. branding. Yes, exactly. It's not actual helpful movement. Thank you. Or yes. change. And it is trying to sell shit. Yes. If not themselves. It's you know what TV I mean? Bank like at at the pride exactly parade. and it's well, like and i think it sucks because it's really watered it's, down a lot yeah. and i also think i have some controversial thoughts about okay. liberation in quotes okay, okay, okay. that you see on the internet okay yeah i think there's some things that are marketed as liberation that mm-hmm. are not necessarily liberating okay. but this is a personal problem. Fair enough. Um, uh, but I think this, I was I was really refreshed to find this page because I think a lot of my TikTok feed is very like discoursey mm-hmm. and it can sometimes get like, because sometimes it's overwhelming. It is overwhelming. And I think sometimes it's also, a lot of my know, TikTok feed is like people doing crafts. Oh, incredible. Come to the Listen. dark side. Listen, I mean, <laughs> a lot of my TikTok feeds is also like dumb memes, which I love. But we it love is like, a meme. it is also, you know, this app is full of very young people. That's and I true. think sometimes the nuance of bigger discoursey issues like feminism and labor are just kind of not quite fully formed yet, which is not, and I don't yeah. think that's a bad thing. Uh, seriously, I think yeah, like they need form to, your opinions. That's cool. Yeah, it like we were saying right before we got on air. It's kind of going through the stages of Tumblr. Exactly. Right. Of Tumblr of the early two thousand. Yeah. Yeah. Um, which like that's not an that's not really an interesting take. Like many people have had that take. And exactly. Yeah. I think it's true, but I also think it is more potent because we are seeing exactly these people's faces. Mm-hmm. Exactly. It's true. Yeah. It's not yeah. as anonymous as it was on Tumblr. Absolutely. Um, but yeah, like I said, I mean, I think like form your opinions, grow, change, you know, and I, I mean, I'm also watching this not I'm not as impressionable right. as some of the yeah, younger you're not viewers. A so for me, I'm not like going to be influenced by this. I'm going to be like, no, right. that's a bad take. And so, then and move I, on. Yeah. And I get that people are worried about the teenagers, but also I'm like, yeah, but let the teenagers figure it I'll out. Figure it out. Yeah. But I do think this page nice. is actually like, that they're as, like, for me, hi, an, we're like to be a healthy voice. Yeah. And yeah. one for me is an adult who yeah. has, have formed thoughts on feminism and am looking to deepen my knowledge of yeah. feminist theory and stuff. This page, I think, is it's like, I think if a teenage saw this, they'd be like, what? <laughs> like, oh, I think yeah. it to be kind of lost. I'm going to follow. It's really cool. Um, she does some clapbacks and stuff, um, which sometimes, you know, you need. Sometimes you're just like in a crabby mood and you're like, I want to see someone yell at someone else. <laughs> Um, and I don't want to be involved. Yeah, sure. Um, <laughs> but yeah, but it's really it's some it's some interesting stuff. And and then uh it's got some also really interesting stuff that I think our listeners actually might find interesting about like information for male allies. Oh fun. On like how to actually be a male ally. We love that. Um and sort of some problematic things that you might be doing even as a well-meaning man. And I don't think it is that's very fun. accusatory personally cool <laughs> um, i think she has come across my page before word okay yeah um but i think that maybe one of the things that i had seen was mm-hmm. like not something that was a super like deepening thing i was sure. like yeah right. i know, like, I and, know I and i just kind of kept scrolling right. and so and sometimes sometimes of, yeah. then that that hides them from your page for exactly. a, for like a if little bit fast. if you scroll like, fast, she'll answer so. questions that's like fun. people at comment and then she so answers questions yeah if it so was then like then an it is answered kind of question like, i'm like all right i know where she'll be like okay here's why right but it's like you know that's important for 17 year olds exactly right um but there's some interesting stuff on there that i had been watching i'd kind of scrolled through her page and yeah there's some that i just kind of scroll past but then i'm like 
like, oh, that's but like, a, oh, that's a cool take. Fascinating take. She had a thing about like the evolution of feminism that the way she like put it was really like succinct and interesting. And she's tying that's shit awesome. back to yeah, like the 1800s. And I was like, whoa, that's fucking wild. Well, that's the thing. Like, that's basically <laughs> what's interesting to me too about like philosophy and theory like written yeah. theory which yeah. is very academic very like fucking all up on your high horse yeah. bullshit yeah. that's like it can be quite stuffy and it can be very yeah. inaccessible yeah someone yeah. as someone who is very booky yeah i found it tough to crack yeah and it's like okay that's not super accessible for right. just any person going yeah. about their life mm-hmm. um but i will say that some of the reason that it's like that now is that like almost all theory and philosophy theory and stuff is come it's it's compounded it's just right whoever is mixing the right exactly stuff together with other stuff and other ideas and blah 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 and then coming to new right opinions based on several other schools of thought that they mentioned right. but that's what's so inaccessible and hard about it yeah. a lot of times is because then you have to understand those schools yes. of thought that they're mentioning yeah. in order yeah. to go on that journey with them to f- get to exactly. that final place you have to know the building blocks of it and yes. sometimes you're like wait what? You're, you're like wait hold on yeah oh, holy shit right and i'm specifically talking about people like ellen diamond like people who yeah. are not yeah for sure big names in the world but at the same time i'm like if we do figure out ways to get those building blocks out there more, right? Then we can also get the fucking true real shit out here. This yes. like deconstruction of of gender entirely yeah. that's starting to happen. Yeah. It's like it, you know, people think that they're reinventing the wheel and <laughs> Yeah, right. That's no, not or, and they're new, not new. You know, like, no. Yeah. It's like someone has thought this before you. Yeah. And I just kind of wish there was a yeah. little more yeah. excitement to dig up yeah the old theory yeah because it's not about well that old theory didn't work or didn't serve us because it wasn't perfect and it's like no that's what new theory is now actually is taking one old theory and taking another old theory and putting them together and being like Mm -hmm. oh right this could have a lot to do because putting feminism and queer theory together Right, right brings you to this place of deconstructing gender exactly. entirely mm-hmm. and yeah, yeah. anyway so well, i think i, think, I like, think that people doing that kind of work yeah exactly. on these apps right. and like you can say important. quickly just be like here's some old shit <laughs> you know like yeah. in one minute you don't have to go and read it but here is a rundown so that you know what happened in the past and hopefully like if it does pique your interest hopefully you do exactly then you can be like deeper oh, wait, into it more into this concept right. that they brought up yeah let I me mean, figure out what the hell phenomenology is yo you know that's fucking wild dude alex if you ever want to go on about, a drug trip without going on a drug trip yeah read some phenomenology alex told me about phenomenology in college and then i did my own deep dive and i was then my brain exploded um, and I've never been the same since. Yeah, dude. I think it ruined my life. Um, sorry, but also not similar. sorry. Not sorry. That's my goal. <laughs> Amen. Everyone fucking ruin your lives. It makes the world so much I'm more interesting melt, and troubling. Yeah. You know? Melt Doesn't your brain. It? Melt your brain. Um, I think it's similar. Critique realism. Melt yes. your brain. Fuck yeah. Hello. Fuck. Please critique realism. Jesus fucking Christ. Um, 
but also but that was something that I was like, really resistant to when I was that age. Oh my god! You yeah, a hundred percent. But I'm like, if yeah, maybe if someone with like cute glasses like <laughs> popped up on my for you page at like, the time, oh let me actually. Okay. <laughs> Check myself for a goddamn second. I think it's also similar with political theory. Mm, um, yes. And one of the reasons I personally get very annoyed when uh, pop leftists coined um, talk about Marx and only Marx is that it feels like yeah. it ignores the hundreds of years yeah. between Karl Marx and today of, yeah. you know, socialist theory that has been developed. Um, yep. And also it's overwhelmingly white and there's a lot of African uh, philosophers and countries that have tried and succeeded. Anyway. Speak louder, baby. Um, say that again. <laughs> um, so I just... Get your hand off the mic. Say what you need to say. Fine. I just think um, there's lots of... Uh, if you are only talking about Karl Marx, um, you're ignoring a lot of um, non-white yeah. uh, socialist theory that happened in uh, theorists uh, from Africa and South America and countries that have tried and succeeded um, yeah. Yeah, yeah. In, with socialist experiments and communist experiments in Africa and South America only to be brought down by imperialist and colonized. Yeah. And colonized. Yeah. Um, places like, like, like America. <laughs> right. <laughs> Including, but not limited to the United States. So these United States and here in these United States, we only learn about white people history. We do. We so do. that's a huge. Don't begin and end with Karl Marx. That's all I'm saying. So. Yeah. Well, and the problem with also being like, I'm a Marxist. It's mm-hmm. like, well, then you're also attaching a person to your yeah. Yeah. political ideology and, yeah. and well, you thoughts do that. on it's theory. Okay. And you, you don't, don't have to do, to do that. that. No, that's unnecessary. That is not something you want to do. No, that's hitching, true. Hitching your wagon yeah. to any man. Mm-hmm. I mean, he's, it's gonna, there's, you're gonna dig we up some shit that's like, history. fuck's sake. Yeah. I mean, Gandhi wasn't a saint. Yo. Neither was Martin Luther King Jr. No, neither was one. most people. Let's be honest. Most of these men are fuckos because that's just how it be. <laughs> that is how it be some days. The philosophies of Liv and Alex. That's just how it be. Some of these men, and by some we mean the vast all majority, of them are fuckos. <laughs> Hashtag yes, all men. <laughs> Hashtag yes, all men. Because here's the thing the, the people, there are people who are exceptions to the rules and everybody else is a fucko. And here's the thing there are lots of women who are also fuckos. Listen. We are equal because we are into gender constructing gender. (laughs) The fuckery is unlimited. Men can be fuckos. Women can be fuckos. Non-binary people can be fuckos. Don't (laughs) fucking attach all of your like ideas and like the way you want to see the Mm. world on one fucking fucko who thought of it somewhere. You don't got to do that. No, got to do that. That's ridiculous. It's also just we just don't have to. There's just you just don't have to. You absolutely don't have to, and so you shouldn't. And also, don't make it your fucking personality. God damn it. That is so boring. Yeah. Get a get a hobby. Hey, good whistle. Thank you so much. I was actually really proud of that. I really don't know how to whistle. <laughs> so whenever anybody whistles, I go like, <gasps> she really does. It's Magic. so it is so flattering. Even when I whistle poorly, she's like, wow. And I'm like, oh, yeah, because I can't. <laughs> I've wanted to whistle my whole life and I can't do it. And so many people go like, I am. You got to put your lips together. <laughs> They play Ooh. you that and fucking like, flow rider song. Cool. And they go like, what if you cup your tongue? Like there's just like people have always tri- have like tried and I'm like, <laughs> oh, that's the best I can do. That's not bad. That's, that's after I was a lot say of practice. No, it's not. Well, it's the it? exact same. Oh, well. I know. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why. I don't know why. 
Um, my partner Never recently learned, learned how to do the like put your finger in your oh mouth my whistle. God. And I'm so fucking jealous. I can't believe it. The lifeguard I'm get so out mad. of the pool whistle. Yes. The dad yeah. calling you in from playing outside whistle. I'm so upset. And he we tried to like learn together and he always gets it. And I'm like, how the fuck do you do that? And he's like, I don't know, I just do it. I'm like, I hate you. <laughs> I don't understand. It. <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, incredible. This has been a, a until the last minute very very intelligent episode of the Get Uncomfortable. I mean, oops. Ooh, I almost put said the wrong podcast. Olivia. Zoe. <laughs> <laughs> my brain, I swear, my brain power is like 40%. What did I I said <laughs> this something a very chaotic episode of the ridiculous people podcast. I think podcast. it was intelligent. It was intelligent in some ways and it was absolute fuckery in other ways because guess what? We're fuckos just like everybody Ay, else. Equal opportunity. Ay. Um, um, thanks for coming on this weird, wild ride with us and getting into the drama rama of it all. And the podcast was Reply All, right? Reply All is got the it, podcast. Got it, got it. Yeah. Okay. okay. Uh, yeah. So, um, shit's weird. We're all in a time loop, so Jesus might as well Christ. watch a time loop movie. Yo, yeah, for real. Watch one of the many that we named. Yeah. Did you say the one that I love is a time loop or not really? Or kind of? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> All of those. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, I mean, is, that answered my isn't. question. It is, but it isn't, but it is. But also, it's like a different thing. But also, like, yeah, it's the Whatever. same energy. Whatever. I'm going to watch it. Honestly, probably tomorrow. So. Yeah, go ahead and do that. You guys don't have to hear all this. Um, you can follow us at our ridiculous pod <laughs> on Twitter and Instagram. Should we make a TikTok? No, that's too much work. That's so much work. Okay. I see you editing these. I'm sorry. And then we'll leave. I, I see you editing these TikToks. And it's like so much work. It is a lot of work. <laughs> <laughs> what? It's so embarrassing. No, I, I get like no views, but I, I honestly kind of enjoy it. Like I, I enjoy the process of like putting it together and seeing how yeah. it works. Because the app is interesting. It's, Wait, it's watch a, Alex's TikToks because hi. the vlogs are really relaxing. Oh, thanks. <laughs> I like them. I make TikToks at Alex Shan, A-L-U-X-S-H-A-N on Twitter, Instagram, <gasps> or TikTok. A, there's, a, there's a specific uh, Bon Appetit a related one. Yeah, it's a Fortnite meme. <laughs> that, yeah, 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 that one meme. No more Fortnite. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good one, actually. I really I like that, that one. I love that format. Yeah. I know. Yeah. And when I listened to the Gamelet podcast, I was like, I have to make this. It, it really, fun. it's on point. Anyway, Thanks. you can follow us uh, just Twitter and Instagram, uh, mostly Instagram at Ridiculous Pod. Yeah, you can follow Liv at Liviosa, L I V I O S A H. Yeah. Twitter on Twitter and Instagram. And Instagram. Follow Alex at Alex Shan, A L U X S H A N. That took so that much already. brain power. I said God. that already. I'm you not. Know, my, we gotta go. <laughs> bye.